Hi, I am Chiara Baldo and you're listening to Teaching and Learning Online, a podcast from Edu Elab here at Tilburg University. Today on the show, we talk about a bootcamp piloted here at the university and which explores the digital transformation every company is going through, whether they like it or not. We wanted to have an opportunity to show the students, even better, let the students experience to apply information management to the world around us. This bootcamp is also a brilliant example of what student-centered design can look and feel like, both for students and teachers alike. Education is what people do to you, and learning is what you do to yourself. The simple yet insightful quote talks about how taking ownership of learning equals independence. And today we discuss a project designed precisely with this goal in mind, allowing students to take ownership. The bootcamp was designed and implemented by Kenny Mesters, a teacher of career development and academic competences in the Information Management Master Program within the Tilburg University School of Economics and Management. Here with us today is also Alex Muller, one of the students who participated in the bootcamp. So, welcome everyone. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, Kenny, um, can you please introduce yourself? Of course. Uh, so, as you mentioned, my name is Kenny Meesters. I'm a lecturer in the uh, information management program, both the master and the pre-master. And I also teach some courses on information management and systems in the Bachelor of Business Economics. Um, Alex, uh, could you please introduce yourself? Um, yes, as you said, my name is Alex Muller. Um, I'm a student at Tilburg University. I've studied the Bachelor's in Business Economics here. And currently I'm studying the Master in Information Management. Um, so next week I'll have my final exams. And then the last thing to do for me is finish up my thesis. Um, I'm writing my thesis momentarily at the United Nations in The Hague um, with Kenny as my uh, supervisor. Thank you for the introduction and uh, one last push. Best of luck with your exams, by the way. Thank you very much. You're going to shine, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, Kenny, this project is your baby. Can you tell us what it is about? Um, sure. Um, the bootcamp program is actually something that came about when um, we saw the changes in our education forced by the corona measures. But it's also built on something that we've wanted to do for a long time, which is bring the different courses in our program together. Um, information management is a really multidisciplinary field that brings together elements of business, of IT, about management. So all these things combined, we wanted to have an opportunity to show the students and most even better, let the students experience what it's like um, to apply information management to the world around us. So if you look at the developments now uh, in the world, uh, every company is now being forced to undergo a digital transformation. Sometimes because they see an opportunity, our, our own university included. Sometimes they have to because they can't work anymore in the way that they used to do. So that to us is something that is really where information management comes in. There's partly a technology component, there's partly a, um, a business component to it to manage that transformation. So that triggered us to say, well, if we want to combine courses and we want to see these changes around us, this would be the ideal moment for our information management students to apply the knowledge, the skills they have to understand the world around them 
and better. Alex, uh, what was your project within the bootcamp about? Um, so the group I'm in, we focused on the hotel industry. So basically, like Andy said, we were combining the several courses, which um, for this block are business project, business process integration, cybersecurity, and uh, IT governance and strategic sourcing. Um, for me, I didn't partake in the cybersecurity course since it's a uh, elective. So yeah, we focused on the, those three courses and then basically did an analysis first on the entire hotel industry. So how are they affected and and what are the changes and what are the, the digital transformations that they need to go through? Kenny, um, you are the one who designed the bootcamp. Can you talk us through the reasons behind the bootcamp conceptualization and how the bootcamp addresses such needs? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to explain it. Well, I, I, I have to be frank. It's also something that is uh, has organically developed. Well, not completely organically. Of course, there's external factors that are uh, pushing us. Um, but it's also, uh, it's, it, there are these ideas behind the bootcamp that uh, we talked about, but it's also some practical things that we've considered. So the possibilities to use the campus for lectures is limited, but we do feel, feel that it's important. And, and I think it's something that students also feel to have discussion, to go into depth. Maybe not so important to be in a class and to listen to a teacher talk for one and a half hour, but to be able to discuss, to apply your knowledge and to discover things. So that is one of the reasons we did the bootcamp is because we could use the campus in a different way. We used smaller classrooms uh, that don't have the web streaming capabilities as a place where we could meet students and we could have discussions about their project. So that's one big part of the bootcamp is thinking about what is in essence important to our education and how could we still make that work. Uh, the second part is, is indeed ownership. I think a large portion of why I like to do research is that you get to discover something. You create your own knowledge. You become an expert in a certain area. And to me, that's something that I also wanted to have the students experience is not just you do an assignment for a course where the teachers already know the answer and we're just checking how close you get. No, it's really, we see something around us and we would love to understand it better, but we don't have the time. And, and it's really, uh, for me, um, those principles that are behind the design of such a bootcamp, where you also have to be, uh, I think, pretty vulnerable and show like, okay, we're going to try this. We're not sure how it's going to work. And I think we're very lucky that with our students, they also will tell you if things are not working. Um, I, I tend to ask a lot to the students, especially those I'm also supervising, like, you know, is it still fun? Are things clear? How can we help you? Um, so it's it's also, that's the third principle. It should also be open-ended so that you can jointly not only steer the research in a way it works, but also refine the course together with the students. Vulnerability is the new strength of the yeah. 21st century. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I think it's also a bit the, the way of thinking that a teacher is this all-knowing person in front of the class. If that was the case, then we wouldn't need to do research if we knew everything already. Um, Alex, I wanted to know from you um, a bit more about how the, the, the bootcamp was, was structured. So I hear there was um, a kickoff day on campus. Uh, did you attend and did you meet new students? Uh, yes, I attended the uh, uh, bootcamp kickoff session on the campus. Um, I didn't so much 
meet new students in the way that they were new people I met, but I did meet some of them the first time physically, so to say, um, because I worked together with some of them in the um, block of courses before. But since uh, COVID was already present then as well, we didn't have an opportunity to meet then. So it was good to finally see them face to face, although be it at a one and a half meter distance. But yeah, it was really good to uh, to meet. Yeah. Yeah. So this, the the bootcamp actually gave also bonding opportunities. That was maybe not one of the main principles behind uh, the conceptualization, as we said, but giving students the opportunity. In, in a safe way to to meet? We didn't want students to have to the campus if they didn't want to or couldn't, but we did want to offer the facilities if they were available. So we talked to planning and they helped us tremendously by saying, you know, all these smaller rooms, they're not being used now. They, we can offer them to you in the bootcamp. So we booked them and we used them as workspaces for the students. And then the students could say, okay, well, we would like a teacher to visit us because we have questions. So it's, you really change it around by saying, you know, it's your room, you work, I will come and visit. Uh, practically speaking, that also means less people moving through the building because it's only the lecturers who are uh, visiting if there is a need for it. And we only have to stand in the opening of the door to talk to the students. We don't have to come all the way into the classroom. Yes, and it's also beautiful to see how the limitations we are experiencing are pushing the boundaries of creativity. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So nice vibes. Good to hear. Um, yeah, so can you, how did you get the inspiration for this bootcamp? One of the things I personally like, and I know for a lot of colleagues that's the case as well, is that the discussions, the interactions are the most interesting part. Uh, discussing with students what could their research be. Uh, I noticed that was something in the first week of the bootcamp. I had a lot of change of mindset from the students where they said, okay, let's, um, you know, what do we need to do? Give us an assignment. We're not really clear, like making all these choices themselves. That was a part of the inspiration because that's something I always see students struggle with in the thesis project. So I wanted to move that forward in the program. The second one is the, is the practical use of the campus, you know, considering the limitations, considering we be safe, considering we need flexibility to go between online and offline. What is it that we could do in a way that it's not on the critical path? In case we go into a full lockdown, the boot camp and everything can still happen. In case it isn't, we can make use of those facilities. So it's being ready to use the facilities in a way there is. Um, am I wrong to say that also your um, previous academic background served as an inspiration? Um, I'm, I'm referring to yeah. the multidisciplinary nature of the, um, of the boot camp. Yeah, so the in the, the third uh, and so the one of the the third reason or other one is that in previous studies I've done uh, in in the, like my background is in industrial engineering in Eindhoven uh, and from that we always had multidisciplinary projects where you would bring in the different courses because that's where the interesting stuff happens. It's the real world is not monodisciplinary. Uh, it's not just one study. If you're a manager, you're a consultant or an engineer in the company, you probably need to combine all these different aspects. Yes, definitely. And that was something that we wanted to highlight in the bootcamp as well, is the multidisciplinary perspective and that uh, analyzing things is more than just, you know, applying this method, applying that method. It's more than the sum of its parts. Was it, um, did you feel, Alex, that uh, you had a chance to have a, a more zoom out vision of your masters through the bootcamp, that you were able to connect more the dots. 
Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, normally, as Kenny said as well, like all the courses are standalone basically. And you start to see, especially the more courses you have, like kind of a red line forming along them and how you could combine them when you're you're going uh, into the business later on. Um, but yes, definitely through the, the bootcamp, since you're combining several courses into one analysis, you need to align it in order to make sure that your analysis makes sense throughout the entire project. By reading the bootcamp proposal, it also emerged how it incorporates the Tilburg educational profile, which for those who might not know, it is built on three pillars, knowledge, skills, and character. Students at Tilburg University are educated to become knowledgeable, self-aware, and engaged academics who understand society and want to play a significant role in it, driven by solidarity, entrepreneurship, a sense of responsibility, and empathy. In short, here at Tilburg University, we train students to be enterprising thinkers of character. Kenny, how do you see the bootcamp contributing to the Tilburg educational profile vision? Um, I'm actually curious to see what Alex thinks of that uh, <laughs> first before I answer. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I think it kind of, it assumes that you have some background knowledge and it assumes that, that like the knowledge you already have and that you're gaining throughout the courses while you're getting the courses and doing the bootcamp, that that's there. And then um, on the, the character and skills, it definitely lets you develop them as well as put them into practice, which you have already. And since you're in a group with five or six people, I believe, you start seeing the different skills that everyone has and you can implement them within the project in order to put everybody's skills like where they are met best. I think it gave a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I think so. No, it, it's a... What I like is that I've seen some students approach me and um, that really in the beginning said, well, I don't really understand what I need to do. It's hard for me to like, what what assignment? Give me the research question. Give me the thing. I said, I don't know. Like I can give you my views on things and then my personal opinions. So that was really this sort of struggle that I think a lot of researchers also focus with, at least when they start. It's like, what is it actually that I'm interested in? Um, but as the bootcamp went on, you saw that people would, and the students would start taking more ownership. I, I hesitate to call them students because at some point it feels more like colleagues doing also doing research. And they said, well, we found this, you know, could we, you know, we, some people even went to do interviews, even though we not explicitly said that's part or not part of it, starting doing data analysis. So you really see that growth and they taking that ownership, which includes all of these aspects. So... In all fairness, I haven't started the bootcamp with the Tilburg educational profile in mind, but I think if you take something as research like this that's socially relevant, practical, you automatically will find that you will need these elements of the educational profile in it. Alex, how did you perceive the role of teachers? Um, were they lecturing or acting more as peers and experts? And do you like having to take ownership of your own learning as we were just talking about ownership? Um, during the boot, You can be frank. <laughs> I will be, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, especially during the bootcamp, I didn't really, um, especially on like the, the kickoff day and the other sessions that we have, it wasn't really a teacher to student experience since, well, you were the ones picking the teachers that would come to your classroom and that you could have a discussion with. And... That wasn't the outset of the assignment. It wasn't so that you 
got a research question and okay, answer this. It was more like, okay, so you have this industry. And for example, for us, it was uh, tourism and recreation. And you need to scope that because that's way too broad to start analyzing. Yeah, what I, what I liked about uh, Alex's group, and there's more, but just taking this example, is that what they were examining was almost in parallel with the discussions we saw on the news. Um, the discussions about holidays, um, the struggles that the horeca sector, the tourism and recreation sector, and the hotel industry went through. So the, there was this the article in the news that said that sites like Booking.com are now sort of being bypassed, right? Because people don't need to travel abroad. If you're traveling in your own country, you can ring people up, you can make deals. So all of these platforms that people were already critical about because they take overhead, they take a fee. Now they were losing their bargaining power. So that's, you know, one of the concepts we teach in information management is disintermediation. It's exactly this that you now saw happening in real time. So that's really when you discover these things and they start connecting, that's even for me, not something I thought about as a teacher before we started this. So that makes it also really fun to read the reports and, and discuss with the students because I didn't see that coming either. Because it's extremely relevant. It's like happening. Yeah, it's happening around you and you start recognizing the things you're studying. Like, hey, wait a minute, that's exactly what I saw in the news. Um, Alex, what did you learn from this project, from the bootcamp? What is this COVID emergency forcing businesses to change and perhaps do better? Well, first of all, it's interesting to see because, of course, the, the COVID situation has been developing uh, in different ways in different countries um, whilst we were researching it, which does make it more difficult, but also makes it interesting to, to analyze it. Um, I think the main things we found is that, well, obviously everybody has to go through some sort of digital uh, transformation, be it uh, minimal or large, due to the, the uh, working from home situation and everything like that. Within the hotel industry, like like Kenny said already as well, the intermediary platforms have a big role, which the hotel industry doesn't really like all the time, of course, um, due to all the fares. And we found that they are not really using the digital transformation um, optimally right now. So they sometimes have some automated features in the backend, but not really make use of it to um, improve the, the quality of the services they deliver or the perceived um, customer experience and uh, other stuff that they can do through this digital transformation. This time it's, it's COVID, but it might be something totally different in uh, the next time. So it's really good to, although you're researching it around COVID-19 to kind of see, okay, but if another... Um, crisis sets in, what are the, the factors which influenced the hotel industry in this one and how can they develop through the next one as well? Kenny, uh, one last question for you. What is the potential of the bootcamp for Tilburg University? Um, that's a good question. So I, I'm a bit hesitant to say that this exact implementation is the model that will work. Um, I've, I'm sure there are some students who are now cursing at me right before the exams with the deadline today. But what I, what I think the potential here is, is that we are not only focusing on replicating our education like it was before, but doing it online, right? It's essentially what the students are doing in the bootcamp, looking at this digital transformation and then identifying what could we do differently here. Uh, and I think the bootcamp is such an example of rethinking our education. It really starts from what, what do we value to be important in our education? Is it the classes 
or is it the discussion? Is it the fact that the students can follow an assignment or is it because it's socially relevant? Is it because they can follow class or can they do research? My biggest concern at the moment is that we're running from one semester to the next and from exams that we're doing in tens on the parking lot uh, to the next exams in December where a 10 will be too cold. But what we need to do is we need to create some room for us to rethink, okay, what if this is the future? And exactly what we do with this digital transformation. Next time it won't be COVID, it will be a cybersecurity incident. Next time it will be something, whatever, you know, black swans, whatever we don't see coming. So are we able enough to innovate ourselves quickly if either a, a risk occurs or an opportunity arises, however you want to frame it? But to me, aside from this bootcamp itself, it's really more the ability to go through such a design process quickly with colleagues that I think makes our education agile. Thank you very much. So, uh, well, we have uh, come to the to an end. Um, thank you both for letting us uh, pick your brains today. Um, it was the perfect way to make this week come to an end. And uh, it also happens to be Alex's birthday today. So, yay! <laughs> <laughs> wait for this. Van harte gefeliciteerd. Thank you very much. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> Happy birthday. Buon compleanno. Um, and yes, thank you well. Um, doei doei. This podcast was produced by Tilburg University in collaboration with the podcast producent. If you want to contribute or respond, please send an email to eduilab at tilburguniversity.edu. That is E-D-U-I-L-A-B at tilburguniversity.edu. Did you like this episode? Then please share, subscribe and write a review so that others can find this podcast more easily. Cheers. Cheers.